Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's going on, fam? Welcome back to the channel, Tavares here. So I want to talk a little bit um, about Russell Wilson and Sierra. This is a bit of a weird episode. Um, um, so if this is not something that you guys find edifying, trust me, I'll just avoid it because I know my YouTube is mainly for, you know, I try to do reactions, but I don't want to make that what the podcast is about. I don't want to, you know, go sideways with it. But I thought this was a bit interesting because I've heard about someone, you know, reaching out in the past asking me, what are my thoughts on Sierra's prayer? And I thought they were being funny, like, you know, because women kept on saying, Sierra prayed for Russell. And, you know, so I didn't realize they were saying, what are my thoughts on the song? So apparently it's a song um, and they wanted to know what are my thoughts on the prayer that she prayed regarding that. So I read the lyrics. I saw that it seemed like a great prayer um, for you. Don't don't know Sierra. She's coming out of a toxic relationship. You know, she's dated superstar, um, not superstar, but like music star future um, guy with a whole lot of kids doesn't take care of him. The women accuse him of, you know, misogynistic. Um, his music is about glorifying sex, drugs, um, mistreating women, you know, so pretty toxic thing. And Sierra's, she mentions after they broke up, it was a whole lot of depression. She went through, she always used to cry and X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. To the point of why I want to talk about this, because a lot of you are probably wondering, is Tavares a gossip blog? Like, nah, my point is not to be a gossip blog, um, but I want to show you guys something um, in regards to, I believe, what the church can learn from it. Because a lot of people, Sarah bothers no one. From what I know, she, she I don't get why she's in the headlines, but people are criticizing her again because of the type of dude that she married. Um, so that's the reason why I wanted to, to show us something. So it's a quick clip. Hopefully this doesn't get my YouTube video in trouble because um, I'm using a quick clip out of their content. But I want you guys to see this um, video real quick. Russell and Sierra. Yeah, if Russell ain't had that bread, Sierra ain't going to be with him. <laughs> Russell Square. Russell Square. Russell Square. Sierra had a, she, she has a good situation, but she was you don't a, leave Future they, and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I think though, that's what you're You don't wrong, leave though. Future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, Women bro, everybody peace. got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You're going to leave Future and get with Russell Wilson? Is, though, when you He's have... so goddamn square, and I love him on the field. He's this. a square. Channing. He's a fucking square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved <laughs> to be with him. Goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with you, goofballs. No. So... As you guys saw in that clip right there, um, those are three former NFL players. Two of them were stars. Channing Crowder, one criticizing, was it really a star? I love that podcast. Unfortunately, the problem with the internet, people are going to take one negative clip um, and then twist it, you know, but he's not one to tear down women on the show at all. But he's criticizing her. And it's weird because it's just like, what do you think? Future is more attractive? You know, what is it? You think future is more cool? I think it's a problem when what we're defining as a good man or a good woman is skewed by society's view. And the reason why I said that is because everyone who knew Sierra Ren Future in the past or anyone who keeps up with celebrities or anyone who 
if you follow secular music at any point, you probably heard of those two. And if you know anything about those two, you know it was a horrible situation that they were in. You know, and I believe that when she got to a place of brokenness and she's like, well, God, I want the next man to be my husband. Her, her The prayer that she prays, she says, I want the next man to treat me, to love me the way that you love me. And from what we know, obviously, no no man is perfect. But Russell Wilson seems to adore this woman and he treats her like like a queen. Like there's no other woman in the world but her. You know, he he does everything to make her feel good. But yet he's considered a square. Why? Because he's not rocking the chains. He's considered a square. Why? Because he's not skinny jeans and tatted up. He's not one of those that's cursing. He's not one of those that's ever known for running around with multiple women. He's not one of those known for, you know, seductive pictures on social media he's not one known for disrespecting women but for everyone who knows him it's like you're looking at barack obama and michelle or something like he just looks like a role model type black guy for those who don't like barack get out my comments i'm not listening to the negativity but it's like he comes across as like the role model man and because of that there are a lot of people with like hood backgrounds or or rough mentalities or rougher backgrounds that assume he's a nerd that assumes he's a geek but my problem is why is that considered um, a weak man? Why is that considered uh, a square or a coward or a punk or this or that? And it's like it's so easy to, for us to label people as something that's negative. But I think we have we don't have a biblical view of what a real man should look like. We don't have a real biblical view of what a marriage should look like. Now, Channing Crowder, he's happily married. He always talks about his wife. He talks about his kids. And he always raves about it. It never comes across as a guy who who would mistreat women. You know, he he seems to 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 love his wife. But my thing is, why are we concerned about who another person dates? And that's a huge issue because even in the church, I believe that so many people, so so many men are good men out there. But because we don't really want a good man, ladies don't really want a good man. They want a bad boy or they want a very carnal man that says he loves Jesus. They want a very that want a man who who is going to want sex outside of marriage you know they want a man who may disrespect them they want a man who is going to come across as a tough guy but they want him to be in church while doing it and a lot of men who claim they want a woman of god but they don't want a woman of god they want a very promiscuous woman who claims to love jesus they want a woman who they can have sex with but she still sings on the choir they want a woman who's able to compromise with them they want a woman who doesn't portray herself as a woman of god but who carries the label of a woman of god and that's the issue that we're having because if jesus is the standard why are we worried about why why are we not celebrating when a woman gets out of a toxic relationship and then instead we're criticizing her for finally finding peace why are we upset when someone says this is unhealthy and a lot of people like in that clip he said you don't leave from future and get with russell wilson because they're like polar opposites that's the point the point is not to find someone like your ex a lot of times when we're younger we get ourselves into these dysfunctional relationships. We get ourselves into these toxic relationships and then we continue in them because we think that's all we deserve. I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a second, but I want you guys to hear this. If Jesus is the standard, especially you ladies, if Jesus is the standard on the type of husband you should have because Christ loved the church, the church is his bride. If we are looking at his standard for what a husband should look like, because Sierra was going to marry future in the past. But if we're looking at the word of God and what a husband should look like, the Bible says, Ephesians 5, 25 and 26 and NLT says, For husbands, this means love your wives, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her um, to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. And there's a lot more in that that talks about you know husband duties, but it mentions that we should love our wife the way Christ loved the church. 
God did every single thing possible to show his love, willing to die, willing to die in an excruciating death just to show you how much I love you, just to show you I will put myself last in order to make sure you're happy. I'm not going to mistreat you. I'm going to respect you. I'm going to cherish you. I'm going to build you up. That is what a husband is willing to do. A lot of times we talk about going down to the altar for marriage, but did you not realize that the altar is a place of death? An altar is a place where there's a sacrifice, meaning it's no longer my will, but yours. Now he's saying if we're a husband and we should be loving our wives the way that Christ did, Jesus set the bar pretty high. I don't know about you, but I don't think people like future. Um, you know, God bless him. I have nothing against that guy, but I don't think people like future that mistreats women, um, gets them pregnant and leaves them alone, um, doesn't take care of his children, is a clear example of what a husband should look like. So when a woman leaves from a toxic relationship or a man leaves from a relationship with a woman who is toxic for his purpose, we should be celebrating that they're finding peace and they're finding what God actually desires for them. You know, so I think I think a lot of times we're we're mis we're misunderstanding man and it's weird because it's like i thought this was only in the world but this is literally in a church where people degrade women um you know they try to find a verse keep quiet you know and then they and then they let that carry on over not only in the ministry but also in the homes and a lot of women really aren't respected and it's sad you know the woman caught in adultery she was going to be stoned but if the woman was caught in the act of adultery who was she committing adultery with why wasn't the guy why wasn't god being stoned I think we always we're willing to pick and choose who we're ready to condemn. And unfortunately, we're always ready to condemn the women. I don't get it because people aren't criticizing future for letting Sierra slip through his hands. People are criticizing Sierra for moving on and being happy. And that to me is absolute nonsense. The women of those days, you know, in the Bible, all we're known for really you took care of babies. You, you you had male children. If you weren't having male children, you probably weren't even considered worth anything. But Jesus never neglected these women. He always respected them. And, you know, and there's plenty, I believe, of godly women that get overlooked out there, you know, because they aren't looking like the world. I believe that there are plenty of godly women who carry themselves modestly, who who speak in kind ways, who, who speak in loving ways, who carry themselves in spiritual maturity, who carry themselves in loving manner. They have character and they have all of these things going for them. But then, unfortunately, many of them settle because it's just like, well, none of the guys thinks that's good because the guys are comparing it to the people in the world. And it's like we have to be careful because a lot of these things, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's like, why is Hollywood culture in the church? Hollywood culture is not kingdom culture, man. We have to we have to do better. Um, the Bible says it like this in Romans 12, 2 in the NLT. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. When we're acting like the world, trust me, you will have many options to choose from. When you're living in sin, plenty of people are going to say, oh, you can talk to that person like future. For whatever reason, he can get any woman he wants. And I don't think it's just money. I think a lot of women believe that it's okay that for them to be mistreated. You know, but when you're behaving like God, I understand that there's not that many options for you to choose from. But when you're living the way God God intends, you're not getting the wrong attention. And I think a lot of people they're settling for the wrong attention. You know, but this verse shows us that when you're not acting like the world, that's when you can find God's will. When you're not conformed to the world, that's when it's easier to find God's will. And it's not possible for me to experience a kingdom marriage when I'm using TikTok as my my guide to what what a you know godly marriage is. When I'm using social media posts as a guide, we must look to the word of God because this whole narrative that Russell Wilson is a cornball 
makes absolutely no sense to me. And I, and I get it. You know, some people are already, you know, probably tuning me out. But the fact that a lot of people think Russell Wilson is a cornball is is problematic because why aren't we calling out the men that are impregnating every woman out there and not taking care of them? Why are we not calling out the men who are mistreating women, abusing women, um, cheating on women? Why are we not addressing that? But we're we're criticizing the woman who wants to find some somewhere who's healthy. Ladies, if you don't hear anything else I say in this podcast, hear me when I say this. If Russell Wilson is a cornball, get you a cornball. If he's lame, find you a man that is lame and unproblematic because Russell Wilson doesn't criticize anyone. He's very public and open with his faith. He talks about Jesus when he gets the chance. He doesn't hide. And bear in mind, I don't know the guy's character. I'm not going to pretend here that he's a saint, that he's some pastor. I, I, I can't. You know, I can't speak on that, but for, for what he, for what the world sees, this is a man who carries himself with, with integrity and character. So, ladies, if that is something that you are running into, please feel free to get you a cornball. I think it'll bless your life. Um, but there's a lot of things, um, women specifically, there's a lot of reasons why I believe that they'll settle for dysfunctional relationships. Number one, they feel as though this is normal. When somebody feels as though this is a normal thing, they will always settle for dysfunction because something healthy feels strange. Um, if I'm always used to eating junk food, when I eat something healthy, it's, it tastes nasty. Like somebody who tries vegan food for the first time, that's the most disgusting thing ever. But if you're a vegan for a long time and then you tried something that was you know, processed food or some nasty type food, then you're just like, my stomach can't take that. Why? Because you've programmed yourself to like a particular thing. So when you think something is normal, that's when people start celebrating the bare minimum. Oh, he treated me nice. He was supposed to. Oh, he went to church with me. I mean, he was supposed to love God. I mean, it's like we start celebrating the bare minimum when we start getting into dysfunctional relationships. And I believe that when a person isn't addressing their trauma, they continuously repeat it. They continuously fall back into those same cycles. A second reason why people stand um, and settle for dysfunctional relationships, they feel as though they don't deserve better. And these are typically the people that have been divorced, um, people that have had kids before, um, people that feel as though, sometimes you're with emotional, abusive people that they've mentally broke you down. They've mentally caused you to believe that you don't deserve better. Like, I'm the best you're going to get. So now you, you're willing to settle for relationships that continuously tear you down, even though they're not good for you. That happens every single day. You know, and I believe that that was a mindset that is a different situation, but I believe that's kind of like the mindset Naomi had with um, when her husband Elimelech died. Because when her husband died, she was under the impression that, oh, I'll never find love again. She's already went into depression. Naomi's like, call me Mara, which means bitterness, meaning she just experienced a loss. And now she's not even looking forward to anything new coming in her life. She just looks forward to brokenness. She looks forward to sadness. You know, and Ruth, you know, they were all sad, but Ruth ended up being blessed with Boaz. So I believe it's all a matter of perspective. Um, and the third thing that causes people to stay in dysfunctional relationships is they have a broken relationship with God. If you don't know what the Bible says about love, you are going to assume what the world is presenting is true when the world cannot present biblical love because the world does not have a relationship with God. First Corinthians 13 is our example on what love should look like. And we cannot allow Hollywood and social media to determine what we should to view. You know, I mean, Russell Wilson and his wife, you know, good looking couple, you know, there they are on the screen, good looking couple, but they aren't the standard either. Um, and I believe that it's easy for us to 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 judge things by by things that aren't that aren't even necessary, aren't even relevant, you know. But before we go forward in the podcast, I want to mention a few things about 
two things you must see in a man or a woman before you commit to them. I want to give a shout out to BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. And I think that this is important because a lot of you, you go back into these toxic relationships. Um, You stay with the relationship that are dysfunctional. You stay in relationships that are harmful for you because you just don't know what to do after that. And I think a lot of it is rooted in deep, deep rooted trauma. A lot of people um, have admitted that they've had a lot of dad issues. So they stay with a lot of men who mistreated them or they just assume all men were like that or even some guys. I know some guys that are desperate for relationships because of an absent mom, because they need that woman's affection. A lot of these things are addressed in trauma that that goes unresolved. Um, but BetterHelp um, is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't feel comfortable with that. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Godly Dating 101 podcast listeners gets 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Godly. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Godly. So now, I believe there are two things a man must see in a woman before you commit to, a lady must see in a man before she commits to him. Now, bear in mind, this is not talking about how attractive the person is. Obviously, I know you guys want to marry somebody that's attractive. Um, not talking about how spiritual a person is, because if you're a person listening to this podcast, especially if you listen this far, I'm sure you're you're a Christian or you you try to hold Christian values because you want you believe that godly marriages actually work. Um, so if you're a person that wants to see two things in a man, I think the number one thing is can he lead you? Now, obviously that goes into place with the biblical principle because the Bible says that. God over the church and you know you know he mentions ultimately that the the man is the head over the household so if a man is going to be leading your household like a lot of people say the woman is the neck she turns the head of the of the guy but yeah somewhat true but I think a lot of us we need to understand that if you're going to be married to a man the Bible calls you to submit to him so you should be able to submit to a man that knows where he's going can he lead you? Does he have a vision for his life? Because if he has no vision for his life, he will be leading you in circles. You may not be going anywhere. Can't, where is he taking you? That man is going to be leading you either closer towards God or towards sin, closer towards your goals or closer towards depression, closer towards healthy, whole, uh, a, a, a great uh, a great experience, or he's going to be leading you towards dysfunction. You have to see where this man is leading you. Um, and the second thing I'll say is does he bring stability into your life? Um, a lot of women, I know a lot of women who say the number one things that they, they need is a man who's able to provide. But I think a lot of times people mistake provision with finances. Being able to provide finances is easy. There's a lot of men who can physically provide and don't care nothing about their spouse, don't care anything about their kids. They're glued to so many other things, but because they paid the bills, they thought they were doing a good job. So we have to understand, is he able to provide not just financial security, but spiritual stability? Do you have to worry about, man, one day my husband just woke up and stopped going to church? Uh, one day my husband just woke up and said, I don't really care to serve God anymore. Like, where are you? Where is he taking your children? Is there any type of stability? Is he providing emotional stability when you're feeling burdened down with work? Can you bring those problems to him and have a, a shoulder to lean on? When you're feeling the pressures of life, do you have somebody who's emotionally stable for you? 
And I believe that those are a couple of things Russell Wilson did bring to this woman, Sierra's life. And that's why she's happy now. People hate to see you happy because misery loves company. But I want you to understand that you have to be able to provide, man, if you're listening, provide a safe space for your wife. Um, because if you have to understand that if you get married to a, a seed only grows depending on the soil that it's in. So that soil needs a healthy place for it to grow. It needs that light. It needs that water. It needs that proper air conditions for it to thrive. And if a seed doesn't get that, the seed dies. The seed just sits there. Nothing happens. But if you provide a safe space for your spouse, they're able to grow without condemnation. They're able to grow without ridicule. They're able to thrive and become what God called them to be without worrying about any other unnecessary issues that a dysfunctional relationship could bring. And men, there are two things that I believe that you should look for in a woman before you commit to her. Number one, does this woman bring peace? The Bible literally says it is better to dwell in a rooftop or dwell in a basement than to dwell with a woman who's always arguing. To dwell with a woman who's always complaining, nagging, no man wants to live with that. You're miserable. There's no peace of mind. You're always going to be complaining. You're always trying to figure out like, man, like God, did I sign up for this nonsense? Why? Because you want a woman who brings peace. Don't get entangled with some emotionally unstable woman because it's not going to be good for you. Don't get yourself like a lot of people have been taking shots at Will Smith and Jada lately because they're saying she's toxic and all that type of stuff. And it's like, I understand that. But you make sure you're not using Hollywood as your God, but you're finding a woman abiding by Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 mentions this woman is known in the city as a godly woman. She's greatly praised. Mentions she takes care of her family. She's focused on the things that builds up her and her community. Stop focusing on women who are just beautiful because you can find a woman with curves and no character. You can find a woman who goes to church but doesn't know God. Find a woman who brings peace into your life. The Bible calls us to lead, but how can a woman submit to her husband if she isn't first submitted to Christ? So please find a woman who brings peace. And number two, can she add to what God is doing in your life? Um, and bear in mind, a lot of these, uh, it, could, it could even play for the women in, in reverse. But I want you to understand that when God brought Eve to Adam, she was called a helper. She was a help meet for him, meaning what God called Adam to do, she was assisting in that process. So if you want to do God's will, you cannot do God's will with someone who is not assisting in that. Because I've seen a lot of people called to preach, called to do ministry. And they turned away from God completely because they married someone who did not care about it. You know, called to do great things in church. And even if we consider um, preaching great and just a, um, the usher or greeter or something insignificant, God doesn't. And because of the person they married, they don't even attend service. Or because of the person they married, uh, well, you know, I read my Bible every month or so. You know what I mean? And it's not, you have to be careful because God wants to give you a woman who's able to push you into purpose. Like Ephesians not Ephesians, but 1 Corinthians 15, 33, it tells us that bad company corrupts good morals. So the type of relationship you get into will determine the God you worship. They will determine the course of your life. They will determine how your kids live. Now, this woman who had a, a, a you know, a baby's father who wasn't taking care of his kids. Now, Russell Wilson is in a picture taking care of another man's kids and teaching him how to be a man. That's weird. I, if you call that a square, then listen, I want to be a square. I want to be able to raise my children in a godly way. I want to be able to be an example on what a good husband looks like. I want to, I'm hoping to somebody look at my marriage and say, man, Tavares takes care of his wife. Tavares is very kind to his wife. And if that's being a cornball, 
men and men and women, please go find you a cornball. Please find that woman um, who you who everybody's like, man, she's so corny, she's so this, she's so that. But they're only calling her that because she's she's godly. They're only calling her that because she's not worldly. They're only calling her that because she's modest. Oh, she's not pretty. Why is she? Why isn't she pretty? Because she's not showing her curves on social media. Is that is that the definition of pretty now? Why isn't he cool? Because he's not taking off his shirt and flexing every time he goes to the gym. Is that what makes a man cool? We have to stop with these superficial mindsets because every man was not created to be a thug. Even the men who are thugs and are gang gangsters, you know what I'm saying? You weren't created to be that. You're created in the image of God. And none of these Hollywood fake superficial personas are are what God designed for you. God designed for you to be in relationship with him and in healthy relationships with people, not in toxicity. There were times when people even tried to, to stare Jesus off course and he just simply moved out of the way. Or when it was times with the you know Pharisees, he didn't even respond. Or when they were killing him, he weren't even responding. Why? Because everything doesn't deserve a response. So I love Russell Wilson. I love the fact that bro is unproblematic. Like he stays out of the way. And that's the relationship you need to be in. Stop finding yourself in some toxic stuff because that ain't God's will for your life. So let me know in the comment section below. Do you think, do you think um, she wouldn't have talked to him if it wasn't for money? That's probably true, you know, but she was rich, you know, rich people stay in their tax bracket. But for you who may be broke listening to this video, <laughs> let me stop. But for you who, you know, if you were in that situation and you thought, man, that guy, I saw an amazing guy because a lot of women, they see amazing guys and they rule him out because nah, he's not cool enough for me. Nah, he's kind of corny. I think a lot of you may end up in healthy, happy marriages when you give that person you've been ruling out a chance. If you're, granted, if you're not physically attracted to them, nobody's forcing you to do anything. But if you see a lot of traits in them that you do desire in a spouse, I'm praying that you consider it. Because there's a lot of men that could be good husbands that aren't six feet. There are a lot of women who may be great wives that aren't your type of curve preference. There are a lot of people... I'm telling you, just make sure that loving God is the foundation and then you pay attention to the character. Otherwise, you build friendships and God will work a miracle in your life. But let me know your thoughts on this Russell Wilson situation. Do you think people are wrongfully judging them or do you think it's justified? But all I'm doing is I'm praying that their marriage succeeds because they seem to be doing a great example, especially in the black community. So love y'all. See you next week. Hopefully I ain't doing any more super reactions and I'm probably going to have a guest on next week for you guys. Love you. Bye. Peace.